Welcome to the Tuning In Podcast, where we talk alignment, intuition, and our internal guidance system. We cover woo-woo topics in an approachable and practical way. I'm your host, Dana Evans of Alignful.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tuning In Podcast. So, I just got off a call with somebody and we were talking about this inner work, right? Inner work, inner transformation, all that it involves. And it's funny because she definitely used to be, she definitely struggled, right? With the mind and she had an extremely controlling mind and it was debilitating for her in so many, many ways. And I spoke to her and something was different. I said, what the hell has been going on? And she said, everything has changed. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God. As we were speaking, I find out that she's been doing this crazy intense meditation. It's not crazy, but it's like a very intense meditation. Joe Dispenza, if you want to look it up, he has these 70-minute meditations. It's based on his amazing book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Great book if you feel called to reading it. And she said she had kind of hit like a rock bottom and decided, she's like, I need to do something. This is not working. And she remembered the book. And I'd recommended the book to her like three years ago. And I think she said she read it then, but she was like, oh, there was something there. And at the time she thought I couldn't meditate for 20 minutes. How could I possibly meditate for 70 minutes? And you may think that as well. But she hit this point where there's no going back. And so she decided to do it. And then she got up again and did it and did it and did it. And yeah, her mind was coming through and it was yelling at her and saying, no, you don't do this. You are not this person, all this stuff. But she kept showing up for herself. And I am honestly in awe of her transformation. She made a quantum leap in her consciousness. She has shifted every part of her being in about six weeks. The way she sees the world is different. The way she feels, she's like, I was so anxious all the time. I was always focusing on future or past, never in the present. She said, and now I'm in the present. I'll be walking home and being like, wow, look at the beautiful grass and the birds and the sunshine on my skin and everything is lovely. Even the things that weren't lovely like they used to be. She's like, I used to hate going to the grocery store and now I love it. And it was this really powerful story for me to hear. And it had me thinking how much we individually, usually from the mind, tend to resist change. And we want and we desire and we think about all the ways that our life isn't the way it should be. And yet, what does it actually take to see the change? We might read the books but not follow through. We might like the quotes on Instagram, but not contemplate what they mean in our life. We might listen to a podcast, 
like this one, for example, and not do the journaling prompts that are offered. And part of it to me seems like we are in such a mind-heavy world. We're all about learning and knowing from the level of the mind your conscious mind, right? We're very much in that. So it's like the more books I read, the more I'll know. The more I know, the better I am. The better I am, the more worthy I am. And then I can tell people about all the books I've read and feel even more worthy because they haven't read the books. And I can say, you should really read that book. It has some great concepts in there. But the question is not whether you've read the book. It's are you embodying the work, the work, the inner work, There is no right way to do inner work. She and I had this conversation around, you know, for her, it happened. The big catalyst for change was these meditations. For other people, it's tapping into their inner voice. You know, for other people, it's reading a book and it totally shifts everything. The point isn't how you go about doing it. The point is your openness and willingness to do the work, to do the work. And I tend to bring this to you, the work, as a really joyful, fun, enjoyable experience. I'm of the belief that it doesn't have to be arduous and hard and, you know, pulling up the depths of your soul, but it can be light and easy. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't have the hard stuff. And in fact, my friend that I was talking to, she was saying, She said, you know, my job hasn't changed, but I'm so much happier in it, right? The point of the work not having to be like the biggest, hardest thing you've ever done, which may prevent you from doing the work, is the idea that it has to be hard, that it has to be exhausting, that it has to be so frustrating that you have to hit rock bottom in order to start because you have no other option. I'm saying that you can do the work and see it from a different perspective. You can see it from a perspective of, I'm choosing this. I am not stuck being who I am. And in fact, I am willing and looking forward to the next version of myself, to being that next version. And it's so interesting that I happen to have this conversation on this day with this friend, because one... I didn't know about her massive transformation. So I was expecting more of a coaching type call where I'm getting information from her. It was an interview kind of about my membership and messaging and how she relates to it. And two, I woke up this morning feeling down on myself. I was annoyed. In fact, I made a list of all of the reasons I'm annoyed with myself. I'll share it with you. This is like, hey, you're tuning in to Dana, right? I'm annoyed that I'm not great at following through, that I fall so far out of flow and alignment, that I lose out on my energy and get so tired, right? And I get annoyed that I procrastinate and that I fight and self-sabotage even when I know I'm doing it, that my phone is a constant freaking distraction for me. So those are the two things, right? I woke up annoyed and I was going to have this conversation with a friend that I thought would need my help. But no, 
As the universe so beautifully graces us with exactly what we need, me being fed up, I got to speak to someone who had made like a really quantum leap. And as she was speaking to me in this moment today, it was exactly what I needed. I needed not to be the teacher, but the student. I was able to witness in her her own transformation and listen to her so beautifully speak about what it means for her now, how she sees herself even from three months ago differently, how she sees the world, what she connects with, how she's not as attached to the idea of time or control. And I sat there thinking, wow, thank you for giving me exactly what I needed today because I woke up with frustration, annoyance, with this list of things that were wrong. And I forgot about my own work, my inner work, my inner transformation, and my ability to take a quantum leap. And so I looked at that list of all the things that I'm annoyed about. (laughs) And I said, this isn't about doing, right? Doing things differently. This is about who I'm being. And how do I want to be different in order to experience different results. So one thing was I can be a person who is not constantly distracted. And the person who is not constantly distracted, what would she do? And I was like, oh, well, I'd probably put my phone on airplane mode for at least two hours a day, maybe three, to do focused, inspired work journaling, you know, planning content for my tuning in membership, creating the outline for the holiday survival guide that I have in store for you all. These things sound really exciting. And I was like, okay, well, next problem is follow through. So instead of saying, well, I'm bad at following through, so I'm going to follow through. No, who do I need to be to follow through? And what's preventing me from following through? And I realized, oh, it's not that I'm bad at following through in general. It's just that there's very specific tasks that I don't like following through on. And so the person who I need to be is someone who is honoring her time and using it to her best ability. So that person doesn't stress that she's not following through on certain things. Instead, she outsources the things that she does not choose to follow through on. So I had a call with my virtual assistant, Kyler, and I said, oh my gosh, I need your help. And can I lean on you? And she's like, I got you. And I felt so much better. Energy. Oh my gosh, I get so tired, right? And, you know, I get frustrated that I don't have the energy to work eight, nine, 10 hours a day. But instead of fighting who I am, the question becomes, well, if I don't have a nine-hour workday energy, what do I have energy for? And who do I want to be when I have my energy? So it's rarely a matter of, oh, I need nine hours to work. It's that I need to work for the hours that I have the energy for. I don't know about you all, but I am masterful at 
half working and half not working all day long. So I'll be like trying to write an email and then checking my phone every 10 minutes and then getting distracted on Instagram and then texting a friend and then sending a voice memo and then trying to get back to the email. And next thing I know, two hours are gone and I have not even two paragraphs written and nothing else to show except a whole lot of distraction. So who I need to be is someone who honors her energy uses it when it's at high volume, high capacity, takes advantage of the energy when she has it and uses it fully, hence the no distractions. And then my flow and alignment. I'm mad. I'm like, why am I out of alignment? Why don't I have flow? And again, that kind of came back to this whole constant state of distraction. But then I thought, well, who am I being that's possibly blocking my flow. And I realized that I am being someone who thinks that flow is superficial and that I have to create it where I'm not being the person who does things that bring her joy and does the work that she knows helps her. I wasn't doing my meditations. I wasn't being a leader who meditates and who takes care of her own energy first. I was being someone who lets every circumstance take her down instead of managing my own energy and managing choosing what I do and allowing that to get me into flow, like journaling and meditating and talking to my inner voice and recording my podcasts. What gets me into the flow? So it's not a matter of I don't have flow and alignment. It was a matter of what am I doing that's not creating space for flow and alignment? Who am I being that is making me do things that are out of flow and alignment? And I can go on and on, right? But the point is, these are great questions to ask yourself is if you have, if you wake up or at some point during the day, you're like, I'm a total screw up. Like nothing's going right. I'm mad at myself for X, Y, and Z. Don't leave it there. What happens if you just write those things down, capture them, and then ask yourself better questions? Who am I being that's causing me to react or do these things? Who could I be if I chose to do other things? What would happen if I started to think this way about this? In fact, this morning, and I shared this with my friend who I was having this amazing conversation with this morning, but earlier in the morning, I was unloading the dishwasher, a task I do every single morning. My husband cleans the kitchen and loads the dishwasher at night. He runs it. And then in the morning, I unload the dishwasher and put everything away. I used to loathe this task. Oh my gosh, you have no idea. I would be so mad every morning. And then I would put off unloading the dishwasher. And then what would happen? Well, we'd start to build up dishes in the sink. And then in order to put the dishes from the sink into the dishwasher, the dishwasher had to be unloaded. But then it's middle of the day and you have work to do and you have calls to make. You don't have time. And then it gets more frustrating. And then because there's dishes in the sink, things get left on the counter. Next thing you know, I go to make dinner, 5 p.m. And the whole freaking kitchen's a mess. Why? 
because I didn't unload the dishwasher in the morning because I hate it. (laughs) And at one point, I think it was like a year, maybe even two years ago, I was like, what if I didn't hate this? (laughs) What if this wasn't a burden every morning? What if I didn't start my day with this burden? And fast forward to this morning and I'm unloading the dishwasher and I'm like, I legitimately enjoy this task. This is part of my morning routine. I love that we have our beautiful dishes that I have now and they're clean. And I use a non-toxic dish soap. So the dishes don't have that like dish soap smell, which I hate. And I unload them. And then the dishwasher is completely unloaded. And I know that I'm setting myself up for an awesome day. And it takes me like minutes. So I chose over time to not let that drag me down. And my friend was saying the same thing. She said, I used to hate going to the grocery store. And she's like, used to like three months ago. She's like, I would get so stressed. It seemed like a waste of time. She said, and now I think, what can I enjoy about this? She's like, the drive is nice. I love my car. Like I get to buy these delicious foods that are going to be healing for my body. And it's a totally different perspective. So one question you can ask after you have your list of things that are frustrating, annoying, or, you know, anger causing for you, you can ask the what if questions. What if I did enjoy this? What if I didn't think about it this way? What if I could outsource this? What if this wasn't on my plate? What if I saw it through a different lens? There are so many questions you can ask yourself about just the what if questions are really fun to play with. And then the other thing is you take your list of frustrations and you say, like we were talking about, is who am I being and who do I want to be? I'm in Jim Fortin's program right now, Transformational Coaching Program. And he's huge into talking about the model of We usually operate from the model of do, have, be. So if I do the things, then I can have what I want and then I can be who I want to be. So it's an external action-based philosophy. That's what our society is built on. And then he proposes the be, do, have model, which is if I be the person who does the things, I will have what I want. And I know this is a little trippy. We can go into this more in a different podcast, but the point of that is it's an inside out approach. So instead of do things on the outside to have what I want and to be who I need to be, we can say, let me first start with the inner work, right? The inner transformation, because when things change on the inside, then the place that you act from changes. So then you're doing different things. And when you're doing different things, you're going to have the results you want, but the results are directly based on who you're being. So even if you're in the do, have, be model, you're still doing from the level of who you currently are. I think I I talked myself into a circle here, but The quote I like to use is, you don't get what you want, you get who you are. I'm pretty sure that's Wayne Dyer. You don't get what you want, you get who you are. Which means if who you are changes, 
so will your results of what you get. And that, my friends, is why we do the inner work. That is what the work is all about. It is about the inner transformation. And it's less effortful because the inner transformation, it's work in its own way, right? You have different types of efforts, different types of challenges, but it's not physical time-based effort. It's not like if I do more hours of work, I'm going to have more dollars and then finally be the wealthy person. It's like if I operate from the mindset of a wealthy person, then what actions am I going to do? And that includes the action of outsourcing, right? So that my energy and time is honored. And then what results will I get by operating from that mindset of if I had a million dollar business right now, who would I be and what would I be doing? And that's going to impact the results I get versus I'm operating from, you know, say you're operating from a $1,000 business. <laughs> you know, you might be doing all of the things frantically, fearfully, and out of lack, hoping to suddenly get a million dollar business. Well, it doesn't work that way. We have to up level our inner transformation before we can see the outer transformation. And yes, you're going to might argue like, well, yeah, I, I get results from outer transformation. Yeah, we do. We do get results from taking action, right? And the doing. It's not about not doing. It's about doing from the place of your being. So shifting how you go about doing and how you think about it, what you believe about yourself, what questions you ask yourself. You're shifting at an identity level. And that's where those quantum leaps start to change. Because my friend, she's doing this Joe Dispenza meditation and you're in there for 70 minutes a day and you're asking questions is who am I being? What version of myself do I want to bring into this world? Which both shows that one, you are not stuck who you are, where you are in the okay trap. You're not stuck here. Not at all. That is the biggest lie you've been told. You are programmed to transform if you just start on the inside, focusing, who am I being? What do I want to create? What version of me do I want to bring forth? It's all possible. And that's it. (laughs) I was just inspired. You know, I wasn't sure what to record today. I had an episode pre-recorded, but that didn't feel right. I was going to read you some inner voice things, some things that I've written to my inner voice, but that wasn't feeling right. And then I sat down and thought, you know what? Let's talk about this because it was the exact lesson I needed today. I was feeling so fed up and speaking with this friend helped me so much. And I'm feeling that inner transformation from that. And I'm already operating from a different set point of who I'm being. And I hope you can take this into your own life and just check, like, ask yourself the questions, contemplate, like, who do I want to be? Who do I want to become? And what does that look like for me? Right? What do I want to bring into this world? And ask yourself the questions, then ask the what if questions and allow that to flow from there. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in, and I will talk to you next week. 
thank you for joining me on another episode of the Tuning In Podcast. As always, if this would resonate with anyone you know, please share the episode. You can follow along with my journey on Instagram at Dana underscore Evans, or find me on my website at alignful.com.